0: Hey Bestie, so you know how sometimes you want to just like get rid of things so you can use that cash for like your vacation that's coming up? I know I do, Um, especially if you guys are going to Talladega this weekend, Um, you know, what can you do to just get some extra cash to use? So um, if you have like race car parts or a race car itself that's like been sitting For God knows how long In your backyard Um, Check out Racingjunk.com To sell All that stuff So you guys can You know Have some extra cash For the race For the races this weekend Um, And Also you might Find something on there That you actually like And you might want to buy So Check them out For all The racing stuff That you need And uh, You can sign up For a free account So they have paid tiers as well, but you can start out for free. So check out racingjunk.com and they are the official classified for RaceWife unfiltered. Welcome to Race Wife Unfiltered hosted by your favorite bougie race wife Rachel Thornhill. Every week she shares stories of her life as a race wife and other women in motorsports, giving them a platform so their voices can be heard. Hey guys, welcome back to Race Wife Unfiltered. I am your host, Rachel Thornhill, and today we have a special guest with us. She's a drag racer, a builder, the co-host for Motor Trend's Hot Rod Garage, and she's a high-performance automotive content creator. So welcome, Alex Taylor.
1: Hi, Alex. Hey, Rachel. Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no, I'm glad you were able to take time out of your hectic <laughs> schedule to be able to, you know, be on the podcast. Yeah, Cause I know we've been kind of talking back and forth for months, you know, for you to Absolutely. come on. so Yeah. So no I'm yeah. glad it finally happened. So yeah, for sure. We've, we have
1: been, uh, we've been back and forth, but everything aligned. So yeah, no, I'm excited about
0: it. Yeah. So, um, obviously you doing all these things that you do right now, um, <laughs> is impressive because you have that plus you have like your shop that you're you know <laughs> that you're in the middle of building right now too mm-hmm. which is massive like eight thousand square feet like that's huge <laughs> right? it worked it
1: worked out really well. It was funny because my dad um I've you know I've grown up in his shop since mm-hmm. as long as I can remember. Right. Um, you know he's had it forever. And uh right across the road used to be a Dollar General. And the Dollar General sold to a guy that rebuilt tractors and kept like small engine maintenance going. And uh, there was a for sale sign sitting, you know, in front of it for like a year. And I passed it every single day. Mm -hmm. And it was just like one day I was like, you know what? I need that shop. I need to go buy that. So we were in the middle of prepping for a race. And uh, I told dad, I was like, I think I want to buy the shop. And so I was like, can I, can you handle this for a minute? I want to go talk to the bank. Who's also just right across the road he's like yeah sure whatever but hurry up because you know he doesn't think it's gonna happen so it was really funny how it played out but the building that i used to go in with my sister to get ice cream when we were stuck at the shop on long hot days is now the building that i own so it's kind of funny yeah (laughs) it's funny it
0: comes full circle like that
1: for sure so no it's really cool i'm really happy
0: about it yeah that's awesome though um and, and plus you get to have something of your own um, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously, like you mentioned, you've been pretty much in your dad's shop forever, mm-hmm. but to have something that you personally have, you know, of your, for, for yourself oh. is always great. So. For sure.
1: It was like last year, um, I, I purchased my first trailer. I'd been borrowing my dad's trailer. Uh, I had my own truck, but I was borrowing my dad's trailer. And it was mm-hmm. like, when I just got that little trailer, it's 35 foot, but it's like, once I got it, um, I was like. I need to store something, I have a place to store it. So it's funny, like that's the same way with the shop. And it's like, um, I don't necessarily need that much room right this moment, but it's one of those things like I see stuff is like, you know, you get to these plateaus and it's like, okay, what do I do next? Well, now that I have that space, it allows me to like be creative again and be like, what can I put in this space? And so um, it's like part of that growth process. So people are like, what are you going to do with it? I'm like, I don't exactly know yet, but we'll figure
0: it out. So. Yeah, yeah, and it'll come to you. I mean, and and like you said, you know, it gives you the opportunity to be extremely creative with however you want it to look. And oh, sure. it doesn't have to look like the typical race shop, you know? <laughs> I mean you could end up doing like something random. Like, like- the-
1: That's kind of the thing that I've been going for is, like, I have a very specific look of what I want it to look like now, finally. And uh, I'm from a smaller town. There's, like, 4,000 people. And so um, (laughs) the demographics have kind of started to shift, and it's starting to be younger people, very surprisingly. Um, But prior, it was, like, people did a lot of uh, function over form. And Mm -hmm. so when people have come in and started, like, moving doors and windows around, they're, like, you know there's a door, right? down the way. Like, why are we putting a wall here and putting a door here? Like, why Mm -hmm. don't just, I was like, it's just, I know it seems weird, but I've got this vision. So it's been funny, like conveying that I'm like, it has to look a certain way. So yeah. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it'll all, it'll all come together. But obviously, like you mentioned, you know, you growing up in your dad's Mm -hmm. shop and everything, you obviously started racing at 16. So did you did you always want to race w- was that pretty much a thing that you felt you were going to always end up in a race car so it's
1: funny because my dad started out uh, like when i was younger he mm-hmm. did show cars so uh, my mom and dad had a business doing fiberglass production type Willys, um, so like 41 Willies, 33 Willies, and, and fiberglass Fords. And when I say production, like they literally would have, you know, they had a three year, four year backlog when they shut the business down um, and they shipped cars all over the world. So, you know, a thousand plus of these cars. And so what he did was um, show car type stuff. So, you know, early 2000s where it was like the really nice high dollar show mm-hmm. car, take it to a car show. So I actually grew up more seeing that side of stuff which is kind of, it's kind of cool because now I have like the, you know, I, I like the, the form as well. You know, I can appreciate that. And then now we also build for function So for racing, so, uh, to answer your question, I didn't necessarily, like, I wasn't born into like a junior dragster, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't born driving, but my dad did have me and my sister on like, you know, anything with a motor from, you know, before we could ride a bike. Like I was on a dirt bike when I was two, I couldn't even right. ride a regular bike at the time. <laughs> so it's really funny so like some kind of uh you know motorsports person that's always been there you know um but i probably didn't really get super interested or like think about racing until my dad got back into racing when i was eight um Mm -hmm. and then in 2007 i would have been 10. um they traded for a car that like i just absolutely fell in love with it was a drag week car and uh i they traded one of the cars they built for that and that's where i was like okay i want to do this like and i want to do that kind of racing um so yeah it's kind of kind of an evolution but
0: yeah, yeah. but i mean but obviously you know when you when you started because um, i mean you competed in drag week during mm-hmm. t- 2013 and you were the mm-hmm. youngest person you know, competing, yeah. which is amazing because, you know, I mean, you were going against people that have been doing this forever. And you were <laughs> just like, just strolled up there as, you Ew. know, as this kid, just like taking Ew. on all these people.
1: Well, it's so funny because so like for drag and drive, for those that might not know what it is, basically it's like you take endurance drag racing. So mm-hmm. you build a car and you race at five different tracks over, or four different tracks over a period of five days. And you drive your car a thousand miles and you don't have any support vehicles or crew with you. And so when I was 15, 14, 15, my mom gave me her Camaro, which was my first car. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was not like it wasn't like it. You know, we we built it. She actually got into a minor fender bender and it sat for a while. So um, she passed it to me and we built it for me to have a high school, like, daily driver car. And uh, I'd always wanted to do Drag Week since that Camaro that I was talking about, the one that they got in 2007. Since it mm-hmm. came into the, the spotlight, like, to our life, I knew that I wanted to do Drag Week. Um, and so one day, like, as we are building my car, dad's like, what do you think? Like, if we built this to do drag week, would you want to do drag week? I'm like, oh, heck yeah. Like I didn't even know that was an option kind of thing, you know? (laughs) Um, and so from that moment forward, it kind of snowballed. And so we built the car, finished it up in July. It was me, my mom and my dad that built it. And, um, I learned how to like do all of the tune. I set the Holly EFI up from the beginning. And at the time in 2013, that was like fairly new. So there wasn't as much support out there. And, um, we took it to Bowling Green, Kentucky and my mom, dad, and sister, we all drove over to Bowling Green and my dad and sister dropped me and my mom off. Like I was brand new 16. I barely had my license. You know, I'd been on a drag strip like twice my dad dropped me and my mom off in a brand new untested car with very little knowledge and was like sent us on this week-long race and it was like it's one of the coolest things now looking back at it so it, it, yeah. it's just really like cool they trusted me <laughs> it. so it played out he's
0: like you so, got this i don't yeah, not, i don't have to worry about it
1: it's okay. like you'll be fine so i learned a lot but that was you know thrown into the fire and um at the time there wasn't young people competing in it mm-hmm. and um i actually had to fight a couple of fights on that one to get to get in my mom and dad, fall a lot on that one. So get me through,
0: but it all played in it all works out. So yeah, yeah, it definitely worked out. I mean, because you're still racing and you know, you're still, you're still competing. And so yeah. obviously, you know, you, you definitely, you know, got that experience and now, you know, you're now you're driving, you know, a 55 Chevy, um, yep. you know, instead of the Camaro. So what made you change from the Camaro? Um, so, the Camaro was a
1: very, uh, like, it had a very sentimental place because it was my mm. first car. I drove it to high school. It was a very, very streetable car. Uh, you know, I had air conditioning, power, like mm, okay. all of the amenities. And yeah. um, it only had an 850 cage cert in it. And I had ran like 830s a couple of times in it. So, I was already out of okay. the cage cert. And um, I had still, I still raced it for a couple of years, you know, mm. I was through going through college and stuff. And, um, it was one of those things like I was running in this 850 class at these events and something about having to slow the car down was just like, I could, it, it sucked, you know, it yeah. wasn't, I didn't enjoy that part of it. Um, and so when I was planning on my 2021 season, dad and I were talking, I was like, we have to at least put some kind of cage in the car. That's, uh, you know, like let's do a mm-hmm. seven fifty cage," and, we made all these plans and I talked to, to people that I partner with. And like I had this whole race season scheduled out and then um, kind of flipped that upside down. Cause my dad called me in 2021, 20, like January. He was like, I have an idea and it's only going to work if you're on board. And I'm like, okay. He's like, come to the shop. So I was like, okay. So I came down to the shop and he pitched the idea to me of building the 55 using most of the stuff from his Nova Um, and just doing like this super down and dirty quick build with a car that we like he's like we'll do it we'll go run you know fast times and then we can just push it back and we can build a car we actually want I'm like okay sounds cool and like this was a major undertaking and it really um, changed a lot for me because it was the first big project that me and him had done together like that Mm -hmm. and it was the first time I really worked with sponsors in the way that I had like partners, like not just like, Hey, give me parts, like not right. like that, but like real partners where it was like, how can I help you? How can you help me? Like, it, right. so it really changed my business as like mindset on, on doing that. So it was a very important car in that sense. Um, and it's so funny cause like it snowballed and it turned into like my favorite car. Um, and we built it with like the quest for the sixes. So built it to be a six second capable car. And, that car really changed like a lot of stuff for me. Like it, it really opened up a lot of doors and just, it taught, taught me a lot. So it's a, it's a special car now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm sure also just you being able to do that with your dad was probably, oh, yeah. um, you know, a, a sentimental thing. And that, and oh, sure. that's definitely something that you'll cherish too, um, for sure. you know, working on that together. So
1: it's, yeah. And it's one of those things, like, it's really cool cause um, it's the first time that we got to take both of our visions and, and put them together. And so since then, we've got to build a couple more cars together and we have, you know, more plans, but it's cool to see that that style is kind of like, we kind of developed a style together and uh, carried it through some more projects. So yeah, it's
0: very cool. (laughs) Yeah. that's, That's awesome. And so now obviously, you know, with you having your own race shop, So are you going to be keeping that car at your shop? And do you have like any other cars that you're possibly working on?
1: Yeah. So the plan is because his shop is literally like right across the road from mine. We can just drive stuff back and forth, push stuff (laughs) if we wanted. Um, What we'll mainly do is like his shop will continue to be the shop where most of the actual work is happening. Oh, okay. Um, And so like the 55 because it's a perpetual project will probably be in his shop most Mm -hmm. of the time but then over in my shop um there's going to be like a section for like fabrication and things like that for when i want to do something over there um but it'll be mainly set up for like merchandising um, type stuff and then like in the main section of the shop it'll be like lifts for storing cars and more of like a show shop so the two shops will have to go together for the most part Mm -hmm. but um
0: yeah, they just serve different purposes so oh okay yeah so. well that's really cool though um yeah. <laughs> yeah and with you being across the street from your dad it's like if you don't have something it's like hey dad um can i come over here and like borrow them
1: <laughs> oh the whole time it's funny because like even right now building. Um, mm. you know, working on stuff. He's like, where is this? I'm like, it's in my shop. He's like, you take He's like, you take everything. But, and then as soon as I'm, okay, I'll go buy it. And then he's like, well, no, I've got like 10 of them. There's no reason for you to go buy it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to taking stuff. <laughs> so
0: works out very nice. <laughs> right. It's like, Wait, where's my stuff? Oh, I took it. Oh, well, you know what? I have like 10 of them. You can keep it. And it's like, why did you care if I took it or not? (laughs) That's
1: the whole thing. I think he just like, like the other day, for example, like, he's like, where's my ladder? I was like, in my shop. You took it over there last night. Well, yeah. I said, I can go get it for you. Do you need it? No, I don't need it. I just wanted to know where it was. All right.
0: Cool. <laughs> so,
1: it's funny. It works yeah,
0: it's so. a constant back and forth. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. For sure. For sure. But, but it's cool. Yeah. But you're his kid. And so he's he's like, I was just let he, him keep it. <laughs> he just expects it It was funny too, the other day. We
1: both have July birthdays. Mine's July 14th, July 20th. Oh, and okay. uh we were I was gone on my birthday, so we just celebrated both of ours together. And uh my mom got him some like hole saws and some milwaukee tools and you know some nice stuff the other day and i was like Mm -hmm. oh thanks thanks mom for getting dad that because that's gonna go right over to my shop so (laughs) he's just like it is what it is he's coming to he's coming to parents with it
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah he automatically knows what to do when he can't find something he'll just go ask you yeah yeah (laughs) like hey did you take this Before I start looking for it,
1: (laughs) yeah, and then like half the time he'll ask me because like we went through his shop actually the other day and and cleaned like I'm talking like mass get Mm -hmm. rid of stuff, mass organization, and so he'll call me and he'll be like, "Do you know where this is?" And I'm like, "I have I have no idea," you know, because it's one of those things where even though it was kind of like disorganized, Mm -hmm. he knew where everything was in Uh, that disorganization, Um, and so now that everything is like actually in places that it belongs and like. Very organized
0: now. It's like having to go through. He's lost. <laughs> Relearn it again. Yeah. So, but we're getting there. It's funny because that's exactly how my husband is. Like mm-hmm. in our garage, it's like, I call it organized chaos oh, because yeah. it's like he knows where everything is. But then, like, when, if he does go and like, if we do like clean it out, yep. then it's like he has no idea where anything is. And I'm 100%. like how did you know where everything was before? I don't know. I just did. And like now he had and then he didn't know and he's like I don't want you to like organize in the garage again. And I'm like but you needed to. Like it was crazy. And he's like but now I don't know where anything is and I have to ask you all the time.
1: <laughs> it's so true. That's <laughs> that's how it goes. And you're like I I don't understand it, and then I'm just as I'm just as guilty of it. Like the other day, um, I was in California, and for my show, and mm-hmm. some of our friends live out there, and uh, he's also a, a sponsor, and so he handed me him and his wife, and me and him, we all we all three went to dinner, and he gives me two birthday cards, one from him and his wife, and one from all four of their dogs, <laughs> and then they gave me a, a one of my payments a check from Mm -hmm. the actual company and i was like okay so he gives me these three envelopes and so as i was going to pack my bags to go to the airport i was like okay i need to make sure i don't lose this check so i'm going to put it in whatever place and i'm going to just put these cards in my suitcase because i they'll be fine Mm -hmm. so whatever special place that i put that check it's totally lost so i called him the other day i was like look I have the cards that you gave me for my birthday, and I lost the mm. check. So, I'm like, can you cancel it and resend it? So it's funny because in my brain I knew exactly. Right. I put it in that right spot, and now I have I I have tore everything. No so, idea. Yeah, it's one of those. I'm like, I should have just left it. I should have left it as <laughs> is. Every time I move something, I lose it.
0: So. Right. Yeah, yeah. I I get I get that way sometimes too, and I'm like, I know I know where I put that. Like, why is it not there anymore? Oh, it's the worst. yeah
1: the feeling of losing something is like the worst feeling because yeah i've misplaced my ipad and i'm like where i know i haven't lost it right i I can't find it though you know so it drives me nuts so i've started putting air tags on everything like i'm losing my purse so
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i understood like i'm actually thinking about doing that too because i'm like because like my my daughter she's the worst Mm -hmm. when it comes to her phone Oh yeah. She loses it all the time in the, just in the house because like her phone's black and she'll stick it on black stuff and (laughs) then just not find it. And I'm like, she's like, mom, have you seen my phone? I'm like, didn't you just have it like five minutes ago? Yeah. But I don't know where I put it. I'm like, wait, first go see every single black thing in this house. Go look (laughs) before, before you do anything else and yeah. it tends to be on a console table that i have in my living room because it's black <laughs> and i don't know what it is but she wants to put a black phone on black things that's funny and i'm I, like
1: i understand though i'm like i can't even <laughs> say anything because it's like this ongoing joke almost like at the the show that i work on and co-host the uh i'll take my phone like and I might leave it like at our, our bar where we eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. I might leave it up there or I carry it around. And it's just like, I constantly, I'm like, does anybody see my phone? Does anybody know where (laughs) my phone is? And like one of our guys that works with us, he's one of our assistants. He's like, it's over there. It's over there. (laughs) They like keep track on it because they know that I'm going to lose it. I don't know. I'm terrible with it. I used to wear my Apple watch just because it has it where you can flip the fine phone is
0: the best thing ever so yeah yeah <laughs> okay, um, I get it. yeah and she like and also like she she does it with her with her airpods uh-huh. all the time and it's <laughs> like but i'm like it's a good thing that apple has like oh, find yeah. my iphone and all these trackers because i'm like i don't know how you how you would keep up with anything <laughs> <laughs> you know i get that
1: 100% <laughs> so, how,
0: how old is she? She, my youngest, she's 15. Uh-huh. And then my oldest is 18 and she's out the house now cause she's a college. Oh, so man. yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy for me because <laughs> I had my kids so young because I'm 37. So I had yeah. my oldest daughter at 18, so like 18, yeah. 19. So it's so weird to have my kid be like the same age as me now, like when I was pregnant with her, you know, like it's just, (laughs) it's crazy to me because it doesn't feel like 18 years have gone by at all. Like Like, it goes so fast and yeah, it's, it was just crazy when she left. And then it's like (laughs) my youngest, I've got three years left with her and then she goes off to college and I'm like, so at forty, I'm gonna be like an empty nester, and it's so weird to me. <laughs>
1: you're gonna you're gonna be picking up like some new hobbies or something somewhere, but where do yeah, they? Where are they? Like, are the schools close by or like? Uh, she well,
0: my away? my my oldest daughter, um, she's actually living um, 45 minutes away with my parents okay. because like okay. they live like 10 minutes from the campus so it was it. just easier for her to just go live with them oh yeah um yeah because there's no there's no point of like her going to live in dorms or anything like yeah. that no. and so um but my, my youngest yeah so we live right outside of baton rouge um and uh-huh. she wants to go to lsu so that's right Sorry. there
1: that's like well, that's 15
0: good. minutes away so that, that makes
1: it a little bit better because the yeah. long like my aunt she's got her kids are like at the age where they're starting since you college mm-hmm. and like one of them wants to be on the east coast one wants to be on the yeah. you know the west coast and it's like they're so far away and like mm-hmm. i don't know when i i'm actually in a, the town i went to college in
0: okay. right now
1: which is 45 minutes from where i like am from and yeah. I honestly, like, I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not moving to the dorms. I don't want to move to dorms. <laughs> I'm just going to live at home. I'm going to save money. Mm-hmm. And I commuted back and forth. I went three days a week to college. And yeah I'm so happy. That's what I, what I did. You know, like my sister moved out as soon as she could. Um, but for me, I'm like, I, I have no problem.
0: <laughs> staying here, yeah. So. And that was one thing my youngest said, she's like, we're not, you guys are not getting rid of me. Like I'm going <laughs> to be staying home. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like we're not okay, kicking though. you out. We're not kicking yeah. you out. Like, yeah." and that's just not right now. I mean, to be honest, I don't blame her. It's so expensive yeah. to move out on your own anyway. So I'm like, if you want to stay, stay home yeah, and just commute, home. you yeah, know, this-
1: I, I mean, and the thing is, like, I, I, I actually still live with my, my parents because it doesn't make sense for me to have a house right now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I am home so little. Um, right. Like, because I'm back and forth so much. And I'm like, I don't have any shame in that. Like, I yeah. have my own shop. I have my own. I Like, it's not that I couldn't. It's just that, right. one, I like my parents. I like hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. Like, they're my friends. So, like, yeah. why would I not want to be around them? And, two, it's like, you know, they don't affect what I do like I can do what I want staying at home so and I'm gone so much anyways that when I get home like I want people around you know I'm one of Mm -hmm. those people that I like having people around my sister on the other hand is like I need time away from people but me I'm like I need to be around you know even if I'm not talking to them I want Mm -hmm. somebody close by Mm -hmm. so uh, no I I mean it, it works out so
0: yeah. You're making very smart choices. <laughs> yeah. And and that and that with her like she yeah, she's like a major like she's kind of like an introvert more like mm-hmm. she's a lot like me cuz I'm a major introvert. I don't really <laughs> This actually puts me completely out of my comfort zone doing the podcast, but I love <laughs> it though because I kind of yeah. want it to get, you know, to force yeah. myself to like really try and like talk to people and not, you know, and not hold back. Yeah. Um, and she, she's kind of like the same way. Like she was, she's like, yeah, like I, she, in her mind, there's no reason for her to leave <laughs> home, you know, but yeah, but like we yeah. hang out all the time. Like she actually likes to be around us. And I told her, I'm like, you know, that's actually considered kind of weird. Cause like most yeah. kids don't want to be around their Parents, like, ever, you know, but, but we, but we're okay with that because I mean, you know, that's one thing she's, she was like, yeah, well, even if I go off to college, like on the weekends, I'm come, like, I'm coming home because, well, and I don't know if they changed it, but LSU did, did this, uh, uh, I think like two years ago where, like, Mm -hmm. now as a freshman, you actually have to go live in the dorms, even if you live, even if you live close. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like I'm coming home on the weekends because you guys are going racing and you're not going racing without me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, like we never said you could. not But she's like, yeah, no, like, cause I'm coming to racetrack every weekend with you guys. And then yeah. after my year in the dorms, I'm coming back home. So like, <laughs> you're not getting rid of me. And I'm like, okay, okay. That's like, okay. it's no big deal. <laughs> Like, but yeah, I it's funny that. So she was, so she was cool. like, yeah, you guys are not getting rid of me. Like, <laughs> So no. is, is she
1: interested? She likes racing then? Like-
0: oh, loves it. I mean, my husband, it, my husband has been racing since he was little. And uh-huh. then we got together 18 years ago and he was racing then. So like I was, and I knew nothing about racing at all. <laughs> all I knew was about like NASCAR because I knew people that watched it, but like, I didn't really know anything about racing. So, but I did go into it with an open mind Mm -hmm. because he's, you know, he's like, Hey, you know, this is something that I'm into. I'm letting you know now because if this is not something you want to be a part of, like, then this is not going to go anywhere because it's in his blood. I mean, his Mm -hmm. dad, his dad was, he uh, he raced sprint cars like Uh in ascs and uh sammy swindell was his uh like was his teammate like back in like the 80s and 90s so yeah so my so my husband grew up around all those people you know pretty much most of the guys in the world of outlaws so yeah he he, i knew that he was gonna you know stay in racing forever (laughs) (laughs) that's not that's never gonna go away but yeah he he, um started when we got together he started in carts again Uh and then after that moved up to um sprint car and then we stopped doing the sprint cars because they stopped racing the sprint cars around here um and so we were having to travel a lot like we were having to go to texas and we were having to go to like florida and and stuff and in north mississippi and it it was just too much for us at the time. Uh-huh. Cause the girls were little at that time. Like my youngest, I think she was two. So oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, yep. it was too much for me. I'm like, I'm not traveling this much with, with toddlers. No. Um, so right. yeah, so we gave that, uh, and when they got, and when they got a little bit older, they wanted to do motocross. So we let them do that. Um, That's cool yeah so we gave up racing for a little bit for them to do that then they like didn't want to do it anymore and then he's like well then i'm gonna go back to racing so he got a mini sprint for mm-hmm. a little while um and they actually raced it around here because he he helped a guy like start like a series around here um yeah. and then that fell apart and then he got a late model and that's what we've been doing ever since so oh but, cool yeah that's yeah do
1: do either of your daughters race or do they just like being around
0: they don't race, but my youngest wants to like she's already told him that she's getting in late model like (laughs) eventually and he he was like well i'm gonna have to retire first you know and like he's talking about pretty much next year possibly giving it up and letting her Uh drive it and she's like no she's like no we're gonna be like a two car team and i'm racing against you Ah! and i'm I'm (laughs) like i love how you're just making my financial decisions for me (laughs) (laughs) like that is um, cool though (laughs) yeah but i'm like you know that means we have to get a second car that we do not have and we have to get a bigger trailer because we have an open trailer that can't oh, yeah. fit two cars. So I'm like, you know, I just love how you're making all these financial decisions. And, um, yeah, and she's
1: very adamant.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> yeah. So yeah. So, um, so yeah, it looks like that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be getting a second car and a bigger trailer. So well, it'll be fun.
1: It'll yeah be a lot but that's yeah. Fun. So that's
0: very yeah cool. <laughs> yeah so i was like uh i told am like you, you know do you do you have a job like you're gonna contribute <laughs> to this like you're you contributing to this fund she's are, you, like, are you helping out <laughs> <laughs> and she's like um n- no but i mean am i supposed to <laughs> i'm like um I don't know, You, want, you sh- maybe you should get some sponsors, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like start promoting yourself. somewhere, Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's funny.
1: Well, but, maybe
0: it'll all come. Maybe oh, yeah, come. yeah, 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 <laughs> it will. Um, I, know, I know my husband's gonna, he's gonna do it. Like, yeah. with her, you know, wanting to even raise, like, that makes him happy. Cause it's like, yeah. you know, he he wasn't expecting her to want to. Um, you know, she likes being there, but you know, he wasn't expecting her to like, want to actually race and she even mentioned it. I mean, (laughs) yeah, he's sold already. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he just shows up one day with, with, with a car on the back of a trailer and I'm not aware of it
1: (laughs) because it wouldn't surprise me like this decision has been made. Yeah. Like,
0: you know, um, yeah, I went get that car, a car, um, no, no, like, I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, and you didn't tell me. Nice. Yeah. You know it's coming. That's oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming. I'm just waiting to see when that, when it's coming. When it
1: happens? Yeah. Just one second. My <laughs> laptop is, like, dying at a rate oh, okay. at rapid rate. So I'm going to grab my charger real quick.
0: Yeah, so, um, you're good.
1: Get disconnected. I should have been more put together for this, but <laughs> I had to. Um, I had to run to where i'm at right now which is an Mm -hmm. hour away to get i'm meeting an accountant i had to meet an accountant today and uh, it was like right before this so i'm trying to do all that like boring stuff of setting up or getting my business where it needs to be and so i uh was like oh i'll do it inside the coffee shop and then i was like the music's so loud that's not gonna work so yeah truck thankfully it's got an outlet but okay we're good to go
0: oh yeah no you're good (laughs) you're good I mean, it works, and yeah, and like, and yeah, being in coffee shops sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, like, how are you supposed to even work in one? It's like the music is loud.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, I don't know if that because I don't know for your podcast if it, like, they they like say like YouTube for example, Mm -hmm. you have music playing, it like shuts you down.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, cuz of copyright and things like that. Yeah, Yeah. um, and so yeah, I mean Right now the podcast is not on YouTube yet Um, Uh It will be Um, But yeah, yeah, I have no idea cuz sometimes they're weird about that stuff
1: That's (laughs) what I wasn't sure cuz I've never done a like I've not personally ever done a podcast So like I don't Mm -hmm. know how the other platforms work, but I was like if they're as picky as YouTube
0: yeah (laughs) exactly yeah youtube is so picky um but yeah but i mean i mainly put the audio out and like on apple and spotify and like you know they they don't yeah it doesn't really Cause I that's mean, good. even with Spotify, they let you put music like into your actual podcast. Like oh, if, you, cool. if you host it through them, like mm-hmm. you can even pick like real artists and like their music really? and put it into your podcast now. Yeah, they oh, just started cool. doing that like not that long ago.
1: Huh, so that's awesome. So do you do all of your own like editing for
0: the podcast? Yeah, I do all of that. Um, But luckily, I don't do all the pitching and stuff anymore like i i have a podcast manager mia uh-huh. she's amazing she's also the reason why i'm booked out almost to the end of the year um, oh, because cool. she she is very good at her work um but and then um i also have another another girl that uh, works with me um that she does, like she pretty much does like she helps me with content so like she edits my videos uh, she edits oh, my, my reels and things like that because i just don't have the time because i still work i still work a regular job like uh-huh. i do this after after work so i work yeah. from 7 to 2 30 monday through friday and then after work is when i do like podcast interviews and things like that so yeah yeah, yeah i don't am- get to work during the day <laughs> on my podcast right. At least you're
1: off at 2.30 because that helps. I mean, yeah. it's not that you're not, like, tired from the day, but, like, I've never really had, like, a structured job until mm-hmm. I took on the, the co-hosting for Motor Trend. Right. And, um, like, it's still very unstructured. But when I am <laughs> working out there, you know, we get off at 6, and then, like, being on the West Coast, then by the time i have the chance to call people right. like and stuff if they're on the east coast it's nine o'clock you know right and yeah. so like the two thirty deal that definitely has to help some yeah but no that like i have recently learned i was told my my boyfriend told me he was watching some he loves watching motivational stuff <laughs> i don't so much but anyway so he's like he told me the other day he's like i watched something and um, it says that the best way to be successful is fire yourself as, as many jobs as possible. And I was like, that's a good idea. And so I've started looking, I'm like, I, I don't I do not have enough hours in the day to like do as much as I need to. Like I'm mm-hmm. so behind it stresses me out so much. And so it's like, for example, like I just went and met with an accountant because I just sat down and did all my taxes cause I did an extension or whatever. Anyways, all so right. I was like doing my taxes for this past year and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't enjoy it. I don't have the time. I'm like, I just need to take the time and get an accountant set up. You know, it's been on mm-hmm. my to-do list. And uh, same with an editor. Like, I've always been, like, for my YouTube stuff, I've been very much the type of person that doesn't want to pass that off because I'm like, oh, my creativity. Like, this is my vision. Like, I want it to look how it looks in my head. And I'm slowly learning that I have to pass some of that stuff off or else, like, I can't grow right. anymore, you know? Like, I'm at that point where i'm maxed out so i've got to start firing myself from stuff some stuff and i think it'll help in the long run because like i get so caught up in like the day-to-day task that Mm -hmm. i don't get to be as creative as i would like to be so i'm it's we're getting there it's in that like growing patch right now where it's like finding people to do stuff so
0: yeah and see (laughs) pretty much what he said is exactly what i'm doing now Mm -hmm. because it's like i'm the same way like i was doing everything on my own and Mm -hmm. like and then i realized it's like i don't have enough time in the day to Mm -hmm. be able to do all this also take care of like my personal life like everything and i'm like yeah there's no way that i can do all of this and then that's when i was like okay I need to delegate some of this stuff out to other people. Yeah, I might have to pay for it, obviously, but yep. is is it the money is worth the time that I get mm-hmm. back? Because oh, yeah, yeah, it's I think worth it.
1: Yeah, and and when you're first starting, like the time, the you know, like you don't have the money, but you have the time. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's like I can't justify. I can't justify for myself. I was like, I can't justify paying an editor, like. If I just edit my own video, then like, all I don't have to pay and like, whatever. But then now it's like I'm like, okay, my time is more valuable mm-hmm. than the money right now because yep. I don't have I don't have time at this point, you know. Right. And so um, I'm trying to get that all figured out, and it's funny. Like I was just having this conversation with my dad after I had that the meeting with my accountant now, and mm-hmm. um, I told him I was like, you know what? Like, I could do this. I could set up this LLC. I could do this. I'm like, but I. I don't want to. And I've just had to learn that, like, sometimes I just don't want to do that. Like, they're better Mm -hmm. at it. They do it for a living. And, you know, that's just, And it's like, I think the hardest part is going to be just, like, taking that time to actually do that setup, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, once it's all set up, stuff's going to go smoothly. It's just, sometimes it's hard to, like, stop. In
0: order to like grow faster you know so right we're getting there <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah and like you said it's like especially like starting like your own business doing the llc and stuff it's like yeah you can do it on your own mm-hmm. and it's actually cheaper to do it like that oh, but yeah. do you really want to sit through all that paperwork yeah. and try to and hope that you've done it correctly <laughs> like, well, I, I mean i have
1: my i've had my llc my mm-hmm. second llc But I'm going to do like an S Corp now. Oh, okay, yeah. And I'm like, I do not have a clue how to like make sure I swap all of that over
0: properly.
1: Right. Could I I do some Googling and figure it out? Maybe. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I just don't want
0: to.
1: So, anyways, yeah. But yeah. It's fun. fun. Growing's fun. Doing stuff. Learning's fun. Like, I, I under, you seem like a very busy person as well. And uh, (laughs) it's just like, I'm like, if I sit idle, i i get bored you know i can't yeah do nothing so i'm
0: the same way and it's like and like my husband's the same way it's like we're all neurodivergent people in this household (laughs) so like that that does not happen like sitting idle doing nothing never happens in this house if if that happens we're literally like i don't know what to do. do what do we do like we're just sitting there like asking each other what we should do do because we're just sitting here and then it's like no like we're always doing something whether it's my husband going out in the garage and just i don't know just doing yeah Yeah. pretty much (laughs) like he does that a lot either that or he's on iRacing and then with me it's like the podcast and then or if i'm not doing the podcast it's like i'm cleaning my house or i'm reading a book or i'm you know watching something. youtube or something yeah, like,
1: same same yeah i've i've learned something that's got me recently is do you see on your phone where it pops up and it's like you've spent x amount of screen time yeah that's terrifying because sometimes i'm like i don't have time and then i'm like wait a minute how did i have all of these hours right. to look at my phone and it's kind of one of those things like i've tried to start being more conscientious mm-hmm. about it because I'm like, okay, maybe I do have time, but I think I just get caught up in scrolling. And I think yeah. part of it is sometimes I just want to like check out for a minute, mm-hmm. you know. So I I don't know if that's what it is, but I'm like, there's a lot of time wasted. But it's also like hard to balance because you know stuff like uh, social media stuff that I have to do. Right. I have to be on my phone,
0: and mm-hmm. then I'm
1: like, I I I get caught up in watching a video. <laughs> so yeah, that's my current. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to fix. I, I have the same problem too. And I think both of us being content creators, that that's a very hard balance to find because Mm -hmm. obviously it, it's part of our jobs. Like that's what we Mm -hmm. do is make content. And so we kind of have to be on social media because that's where our communities are. But then it's like, at the same time, we also don't want to be consumed by social media to the point where we don't do anything else yeah yep. it, it's it's like, very hard
1: 100 percent, and like something that i i'm really bad about it's not intentional it's yeah. just that like um i am bad about like answering emails and texts and, and messages and i think it's because like that's something i've spent a lot of time trying to like figure out and i think mm-hmm. it's because you know like it's like 10 messages on instagram 10 emails tens and usually it's not just like something simple like hey how are you you know is yeah. that it requires like time to sit down and answer. sometimes I'm like, I just don't have the headspace right now. Like I can't Mm -hmm. think of, I just, I can't answer it. I don't have that answer yet. You know? And so then it's like, when I come back to it, I'm like, it's been 10 days. Like, where did those 10 days go? How did that happen? You know? So I'm like, maybe I don't have to, if I took some time away from scrolling, I could answer that. But I don't
0: know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, and I, I totally get that. And yeah, I think that's like the biggest issue is like, especially because, um, with, with us being content creators, like Mm -hmm. I guess a lot of people don't think that we have like set times, right. Where we don't answer. And so, yeah, like, I I think that's like that boundary is not really there because it's like, people just message you at random times of the day or like at night and it's, like, I guess they kind of just expect you to answer because, like, you don't, like, even though we, we're yeah. doing something, we don't have, like, it's not, like, a regular business where it's, like, mm-hmm. 8 to 5, 9 to 5, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, like, trying to, like, set that boundary with people. It's a yeah. hard one,
1: too, mm-hmm. because I, and like, I have no problem. I'm not, like, one of those people that I'm, like, oh, you can't message me at this time. But it's, like, right. I might not get back to it. Yeah. for me, it's hard to, like... I, uh, I think sometimes I get so focused on needing to stay busy to keep on top of my workload mm-hmm. that if I would just like take 10 minutes away or like take half a day off or like something, right. you know, like I think then when you come back to it, it's like mm-hmm. you're, it's easier to dive back in, so.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, learning. you're right. And see, and like that's something I actually just put into place this week. So like going forward on Fridays, I do not do anything with the podcast. I don't do any, any of it. I don't even let Mia or the other girl that's working for me. They don't work on Friday either. Like I'm like, Nope, like don't, because we, we normally go racing on Fridays. Mm -hmm. And so there, I don't, I'm not going to really have the headspace or the time to even do anything with the podcast on Fridays. And so I was like, that is, I put an out of office message starting, the, st- starting today. I'm putting an out of office message on my emails and I told Mia to do the same thing because I sent her a message and I'm like, put an out of office message. That's awesome. Do not do that's, not answer emails, brilliant. nothing. Got
1: yeah, no, that's, that's awesome because that's one of those, like that's a hard boundary to put in place, yeah. but I think it's so, it's very important. So like props to you.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) because because I I thought about it and I'm like, I'm going to need to set some type of boundaries with it because eventually this will become what I do full time, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't I want to have that boundary in place now for when I do start full time. I don't Mm -hmm. want to have to like start putting in boundaries and 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 stuff then And it's like at least I'll have it in place right now.
1: Oh, for so, sure for sure
0: yeah smart. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> yeah i
1: just try that sometime <laughs>
0: well
1: very cool so you do plan on doing this full time
0: oh yeah right. that is the plan um i'm going through a rebrand right now though so mm-hmm. like that's why like i'm trying to i did a photo shoot on sunday i'm waiting for oh, those huh. photos to come back i have to work on my website and and my logo is getting redone my podcast cover is getting redone all that so very cool yeah so once all that's done then i can worry about like you know reaching out for sponsors and things like that because i wanted to have all this yeah. done before i do that so
1: right that way you can like show them up this is what it looks like
0: kind of thing. right uh, you know a complete yeah. brand because when i started the podcast I am such a, I'm like, I'm a recovering perfectionist, I guess you could say, (laughs) because I knew, I knew that if I didn't just put something out there that I would have never started because I, Uh I was always really bad about sticking to something and like going all the way through with it. I would self sabotage a lot. So when I started the podcast back in December, like I've only been doing this since December. Like Mm -hmm. I haven't been doing it that long. And so I I was like, I need to just, I just threw a logo together in like 10 Mm -hmm. minutes threw a podcast cover together because I knew if I didn't take action, even though it was messy action, I wasn't going to do it. So I was like, I've got to do something. And so I did that. And then now that, you know, I've been doing the podcast for over six months now, it's like, Mm -hmm i know my audience now you know i mean i pretty much knew what my my target audience was then but yeah. now like i know even more about my target audience so mm-hmm. it's like now i can actually you know i did the photo shoot and yeah. everything and now i'm gonna do my website and do all that stuff and actually have a concrete brand and not yeah. not what i just threw together in like 10
1: minutes yeah, yeah i that. <laughs> That's smart, though, because that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool that you said that, because I'm the same way. Like, I will get so caught up in stuff that I Mm -hmm. will not do it. And that's something that I struggle with with YouTube is I'll, like, look at it and I'm like, I need this or this or this to add to that. And then I'm like, okay, well now two weeks have passed and mm-hmm. now it's not relevant. And, or like my thing is right now, like I got really behind on videos and I'm like, well, I can't put it out because now it's too late. And I'm like, no, you know, like it can't be like that. Like it is hard sometimes yeah. like when you are a perfectionist to Uh, just like step back and be like okay I need to just get this out there it doesn't have to be perfect Mm -hmm. and so that's why I'm like I need somebody to look at it from an unbiased perspective you know right I'm too hard on myself on stuff yeah and something like I look back at YouTube videos and like I don't know if you do this with your podcast but I look back on videos when I first put them out and I'm like Mm -hmm. these suck these are terrible um you know and it's one of those things like but it was what I had at the time and it was I I use that knowledge of what was going on there. Kind of like you're saying with your audience and like what you're doing and stuff. And it's like, I use that to like grow into what it is now. And mm-hmm. I, I saw something that it was like your first 300 videos or something like you're going to not like, like it takes that long. It
0: takes
1: wow. X amount of time to like re like to, to figure out what your style is. And so it's like, I give myself grace because I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that's, so that time is what it took for me to develop like, style and you know i'm still i'm still learning like i'll watch a video i shot i don't know three or four months ago and i'm like sounds terrible (laughs) that's (laughs) awful like (laughs) but that's part of the growth of it and i think that's that's cool so
0: no i understand
1: i understand you're (laughs) getting it out there and getting going but that's cool to rebrand now and like dive into it deeper so yeah
0: um and like you mentioned like yeah i've gone back to like my very first episode and that's not even the same person because I wasn't, I wasn't very confident, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously I was starting out. I wasn't, you know, like I was completely out of my comfort zone. And so some of like my very first interview that I ever did, because the first couple episodes are just me until I got my first, um, you know, until I got my first guest, which my first guest was actually Audrey Worm. Oh (laughs) yeah. She was my very first guest. Um, and I could tell even in that interview, like I was comfortable with Audrey cause I talked to her before the yeah. podcast, but even so, like I'm nowhere near, um, as confident in that as I am now, like yeah. in, you know, I've been doing this, you know, for six months now, like that's crazy, yeah. but yeah, like it took that long for me to be like extremely, you know confident in you know how I speak and you know everything like yeah. interviewing people and stuff and it, it's just like so much easier now like I don't uh-huh. even have to like script it out like the first couple ones like I really kind of script them out but I was still improv a little bit but right. now it's straight improv like I don't even you know i don't even like script anything whatever Um, happens happens. yeah pretty much whatever (laughs) happens happens and just i just let it be but i feel it's better that way because it lets me like as a host like be comfortable but it also makes the guests comfortable too because it's not like you know, this is not some strict formal interview. And you get to like, really let your personality come out and you don't feel restricted. And so that's why that's, you know, that's why I do it this way. And that's why a lot of people find it funny whenever they like want to meet before, like to just like to know about questions and things like that. And I'm like, There really are no questions. Like, like, I might ask you, like, well, how did you start in racing, or whatever, or I might do, you know, things like that. But after that, we're literally just talking. Like, most of the time, I won't even really ask you any questions because we'll just kind of just keep the conversation, right? Yeah, exactly. So, is that
1: is that where the unfiltered part came from? Right. That is so. So, when you set that up, is that what you knew you were going to do like because i know you said that you didn't the first couple ones were scripted but was that always your goal was like to get to that point where she's like having a conversation yeah where it's
0: all it's all conversation and there's no like real script or anything like that yeah well because the thing is it's like like, that. that way we can just be ourselves and it's more authentic and it um i've only had one other episode that was really straight like that and it was because that's what she wanted mm-hmm. so i did what the oh, guest I wanted gotcha. and yeah honestly it's one of the lowest view, uh it's one of the lowest like listen to listen epi- right. to episodes out of all of the episodes i've ever had people it like makes sense. real yeah and it makes sense and like honestly i wasn't mm-hmm. even mad about it <laughs> you know because yeah i wasn't even truly comfortable like you can tell the way that it went i wasn't even really comfortable whenever i was talking like you can just tell like we didn't vibe together like it was horrible like yeah so i i expected that And that's one of those things that's
1: also, I mean, even though it's not necessarily, like, an episode that performed super well, Mm -hmm. like, that's such valuable information for you, like, going forward. It's, like, the confirmation that, like, oh, yeah, like, I like the way I'm doing it, you know? Exactly,
0: exactly. So that's why I'm, like, you know. Now, for some people, like, I still send, like, questions because, like, Mm -hmm. they have PR people, and so I Uh, have to. But even so, like, we still end up, doing more conversation than anything. Yeah, but that's cool. yeah, it, it's just some of them, it's like their PR manager would have a fit if they didn't know the questions ahead of time.
1: <laughs> I can't even imagine like having, and I, I understand like when you get to some point, whatever, yeah. but like for me, I can't do, I, can't, I don't think I could do a yeah. PR manager very well. Um, I also couldn't do like uh, like I've had people approach me that they're Mm -hmm. like well I can be your manager and I'm like I don't I don't want that like I would love to have an assistant or like you're saying like you have for your podcast like my sister works for me so she's kind of like Mm -hmm. an assistant but she does all kinds of other stuff right um much more in depth than that so like I want to work with people right I love that idea I just don't like the idea of like somebody saying that I can or cannot right. do this. Um, and like, I know there's a place for stuff, but for me, I think it'd be very, very hard. Like I, I love, I still talk to not that I'm the best at it because obviously mm-hmm. it took a while to schedule this, but uh, I love talking to like the people that I work with. I love talking yeah. like that direct communication. Cause for me, like it's always been funny because I got put in this group of like content creator, not, mm-hmm. not content creator, but like influencer. And I'm right. like, you know what? I'm not really and I'd always tell people because I do like, you know, an interview or something like Mm -hmm. I did this one thing at at PRI and they're like, so what is your schedule? How do you go about doing this? Like to be an influencer and this, that, and the other. I'm like, I'm actually a really bad person to ask because I'm actually (laughs) just doing what I love. You know, like I love what I'm doing and, um, I, I just, I'm making it work. You know, like I knew Mm -hmm. I wanted to stay in the automotive industry. So like I figured out a way to make it work. And so it's one of those things where like, i sometimes like the passion in that overrules like the business side yeah because i'm like business wise it would make more sense to like have somebody doing that but i'm like mm-hmm. i love it and i like the actual people and i like the encouragement right. of that so i'm like i'll do it as long as i can you know i'll stay that way as long as i can <laughs> so it's, yeah it's fun, though.
0: yeah and that makes and that makes total sense and um because and i'm kind of like the same way it's like mm-hmm i i don't know if i could ever have somebody like that like telling me what i could and could not do like that's kind (laughs) of the whole point of me leaving the corporate world in the first place is because like i don't want somebody telling me what i can and cannot do like i want to have full control over my schedule over creative control everything and so, yeah, it I feel it's just really weird. now, like having an assistant, like you mentioned, like somebody to kind of keep your schedule up for you and oh, stuff, yeah, yeah definitely totally different. I, could totally different. I could I could see myself eventually doing that because, yeah, like, trying looking at my calendar right now it's like i'm like oh my gosh what have i done like i'm oh, doing so much stuff yeah and so i totally get that but yeah as far as like having a pr present oh gosh i'd be a pr nightmare i know i would i would because they would probably tell me i can't say something and i'd be like okay i'm gonna say I'm gonna it because say you it. told me i couldn't that's,
1: that's like it gets me in trouble so much because I am pretty laid back and like pretty easygoing mm-hmm. until like I'm not, you know, like mm-hmm. if like, you push long enough, like I'm not going to be. Right. And it's like sometimes when it's like, the I think I get it from my dad, but it's just like that. It, you can't do it. And I'm like, well, now I, I want to. Like, yeah. you know? And it's not necessarily always the best thing. Uh, and I try to like refrain sometimes, but sometimes I'm like, it's just, it, it gets, it gets the best of me, but yeah. and it's funny. Cause like, I've never, what, so on the corporate side, what is your role in the
0: corporate Yeah. World? So I'm a customer relationship manager for a tech company. So I onboard like new clients and like existing clients that have new projects and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. That's what, that's what I do. And I run an, I run an entire department. So like I have, like two people under me that do the same thing but like I'm Uh, pretty much over that department yeah like then before that um I actually moved up in the company so Uh, I've been with that company almost seven years now um uh, yeah and so before that I was a project manager and then I became a senior project manager over some other project managers and then that's when I got moved into this department so.
1: that's interesting to me that you're actually introverted in those roles. That seems like that would be extroverted.
0: It pushes, roles. it pushes me completely out of my comfort zone. <laughs> um, but um, it, it's not bad because it's like, you know, it's, it's helped me with my yeah. people skills. And because as a kid, I barely taught people thought I was mute because like, I would not <laughs> talk at all. Yeah. Like my parents thought I was mute because I did oh, not wow. really speak at all um, when I was a kid. So like, yeah, it really pushed like school and then obviously, you know, all the things that and I ended up being a theater kid, school and stuff. And so that all yeah. pushed me out of my comfort zone to actually make me talk. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's
1: funny how it works out. That's, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's cool now. But, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's why now it's like, um, with with well, and the thing is, I think the biggest um, thing that made me kind of uncomfortable at first about starting a podcast is because I was gonna have to interview people, and like to me that's a little bit different than like mm-hmm. you know because with my work like it's more it's kind of scripted in a way like we have to ask specific questions. Right. We know kind of like what the answers are going to be and what we need to tell the client so it's mm-hmm. not it's not very um like there's not much that they can ask that we don't already know the answer for so but with this this is totally different like you don't know what somebody's going to say you don't really yeah. you know it's very improv and like improv was always like a problem for me um, and, but now it's like, I love it. Like, I prefer this anyway.
1: <laughs> so. It's funny that you say that about like the interviewing people, because I am very good with improv stuff. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's something that I like when I took on the role of my show, It's like nothing scripted, right? They're mm-hmm. so like, nope, not scripted. I'm like, okay, I can run with that. Um, and like, it's not that I can't remember stuff, mm-hmm. but. Being somebody that can interview someone is a totally different set of skills that I don't think people realize. And it's like right. I did a um, a deal for Motor Trend when Ford released the new Mustang last year, and I went out to Detroit, and uh, maybe it was earlier this year, whatever. Last year doesn't matter. But so mm-hmm. go out there with them, and they gave me this list of questions that I had to ask these, you know, different executives at Ford. And, you know, do the interview thing. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the hardest things that I've ever done, because if we were having a conversation, I would have had no issue. And like, we had, like, if it was one of those things where we had specific points, I could have hit every single one of those points, Mm -hmm. but the second they put it in question form and we're like, we need you to do it in this order. And these questions, no, not, it's, it's so so different like Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting being on the side of like i typically on the side of being interviewed not being the interviewer that gave Mm -hmm. me a totally different perspective and like respect for people that can successfully interview people because it is (laughs) it's a talent
0: (laughs) yeah it's the totally different skill set like um yeah i don't think a lot of people realize that because yeah. <laughs> it's like when you interview somebody, it, it's a lot. It's it's actually a lot harder because oh, you don't, because you don't. Also, you don't really know what they're going to say, mm-hmm. so you don't know if you can really ask the second question or That's if you need thing. to come yeah. back with something. Yeah,
1: you have you have to be able to pivot very quickly. You mm-hmm. have to be able to like like when you're being interviewed, you're pretty much for the most part telling something that you are know very well either about yourself mm-hmm. or about something that they're asking you about so like you can think quick and pivot and change right um but when you're asking those questions you have to have such like a backlog of knowledge to be able mm-hmm. to like shift that it's very it's a very <laughs> very mm. impressive uh ability so <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah yeah it yeah it's it's um it's not it it's not that easy and mm-hmm. um but i'm i'm glad that I've been getting the experience just by doing the podcast, because it's like, if I ever, you know, am given the opportunity to like public speak or, Uh you know, um, or possibly interview people for, you know, who knows what opportunities could come out of this, you know, then it, it helps me be able to feel a little bit more comfortable because before this, there would have been no way I would have been able to interview people. Um, I would have froze up. I would have (laughs) just stammered all over the place, not (laughs) knowing what to say or what to do. Uh, Um, yeah. Yeah. I would have freaked out like internally. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, but yeah.
1: So is your husband extroverted?
0: Oh, extremely that
1: That's funny. extremely
0: funny that <laughs> extremely and it, and it's crazy because like when covet hit and he had to mm-hmm. stay home it was the mm-hmm. worst thing ever i was <laughs> i was to, i told i told my kids i'm like this is this is literally like i don't <laughs> want him to stay home like he needs, he needs to, to go. go back to work <laughs> because like he can't he can't be home like that like mm-hmm because he works outside the house. I work from home. So like, it's it's no big deal for me. Like, I've been working from home for seven years. So you're good. Yeah. So like (laughs) COVID didn't even really bother me because I'm like, this is my normal routine. Like, yeah, like nothing changed for me, but for him, that was a huge change because he was always in an office. And so then, he had to come home and stay home and he didn't know what to do with himself. And he was starting to aggravate me. Cause it was <laughs> like, cause I still had to work during COVID. Oh, no, like he so wasn't nice. working. He was yeah. just staying home. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm like, this man has to get out my house like during the day. And that's what he's pretty much did. He pretty much stayed outside or he stayed on racing like all the time because, <laughs> you know, because I was like, I can't deal with you right now. Like, oh, yeah, yeah he was, he was worse than my children during COVID, <laughs> I'm like, you are acting like one of my kids. Like, oh
1: my gosh. Yeah. COVID has. Times-
0: I'm so glad we're not
1: in those. I graduated oh. college and and th- when COVID started, and, like, oh okay, it sucked so much because I yeah. was looking forward to be like, val- like I was valedictorian, so I was looking mm-hmm. forward to like giving a speech at graduation right. and like doing all this stuff and getting to do all that like senior stuff. I know there was a lot worse things in the world, right? Time, but like, it was one of those things. Like, I am extroverted too. I'm an introverted extrovert. That's how I. Right. So like, I'm like one of those. It like went from like. Being able, like, I was part of all these clubs and doing mm-hmm. all that, so like, all of a sudden, I'm like at home, like on my computer all day, every day, and I'm like, I'm the type that I cannot sit still, yeah, very well. And so, like, I'm like, okay, I have to focus on getting this work done. And but it was kind of fun. My sister was at home at the time, and you know, I was like, it's like we were in high school, like elementary <laughs> again. Like, I'm like, what do you want to do today? You gonna go play tennis at the park? <laughs> do you want to go for a walk? You know, <laughs> so yeah, it, it was kind of fun
0: yeah mom and it gave you a chance to hang out with her a lot yeah. more you yeah. know um and i think that was like one of the good things about COVID. i mean even though there's not there wasn't really much good about it. it is yeah. that at least in our situation it's like we spent a lot more time together than what we did in the past mm-hmm. but also it kind of it kind of made it weird after covid kind of like you know when everything started opening back up and stuff because then mm-hmm. we became almost homebodies to where like we didn't want to go anywhere like we because yeah. we were so used to just staying at home that it was like um well besides racing we don't do anything we you don't go anywhere yeah. like we literally stay home like all the time <laughs> and, and, it, and it's weird because it's like my husband used to be the opposite. Like he was uh-huh. like always wanting to go, go, go and do stuff because he doesn't like to be at home. But after COVID, it's like, we just got really comfortable just staying home all yeah. the time. And it, it was, I don't know. It's just really weird because we used to go do things all the time, like go to the movies or go do uh-huh. certain things. And it's like, we can do that, but we don't. And it's like, I don't know why, but we just don't.
1: I went to a movie the other day for the first time, like, same, I used to go to movies all the time before mm-hmm. COVID, and uh, I went to a movie the first time I was actually excited to go to a movie, like, last Saturday, and I was
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, this is weird,
0: kind of right. like it,
1: like, I got out of the habit of doing it, but it was fun, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like we got I think and I think that's what it was. And it's like, you know, you just got out of habit of being able to because you couldn't go anywhere, then it's like when you finally could go, it's like I don't know, like it, okay. it it just it wasn't like in routine anymore yeah. or whatever. And I think that's what it was. It's like it kind of just got everybody out of routine of doing sure. stuff. Yeah. And so it's like <laughs> once we finally got to go back racing, it was it was weird because it's like we hadn't seen all these people, you know, since COVID yeah. hit, and it's like, yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah. It, that was one of the things I was glad we didn't. Our racing didn't really stop. Oh, um, okay. Thankfully,
1: like mm-hmm. you know, some stuff got canceled, but we yeah. still raced all through it. So I had fun during that time because mm-hmm. it was just like a different different kind of race. Racing, yeah.
0: So, yeah, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's awesome. I mean, now, I mean, obviously, now, like, you know, it everything's practically back to normal, like, we don't oh, really yeah. have to worry about all that anymore, and for sure. Obviously, you're so you're race, you're still racing, and mm-hmm. um, so and with, God, with motor, with motor trend, and doing all the things that you're doing do you actually ever like just like take off like holidays be like you know what you guys are not gonna talk like you're not gonna be able to find me during december and january
1: not really (laughs) like i even when i try to like i Mm -hmm. can't really get away Mm -hmm. from it um because like the problem is like even if say even if i tell somebody i'm like i'm gonna be racing this week.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: the problem is motor trend might need like a parts list made or something. And like, I have, to, I just have to do it, you know? Um, and so it's like, even when I'm out of office, like I'm mm-hmm. never out of office. <laughs> so, and it's one of those, cause like, I just have so many different roles mm-hmm. uh, and different jobs that it's like, okay, well, even if I get to take a break from this over here, like I have to use that off time to do this over Uh, here. yeah. Um, And so it's like, it's just like switching gears of like which role it is for that week. And Mm -hmm. so it it gets (laughs) kind of difficult because, you know, sometimes I'm just like, I just need a day. But then the problem is like, when I take that day, Mm -hmm. um, all I can think about is like everything that I have to do. It's like, I laid down last night and all I could think about was, what I hadn't done that day. And it's not a good habit. And I know yeah. that 100%. So like what I'm hoping is, as I start firing myself for more stuff, like right. i was talking about, I'm hoping that like I get better at checking out sometimes yeah. and in turn also get better at utilizing my time when I do have time, you know, like not being um, so overloaded that I actually don't mm-hmm. get work done. So yeah, um, I don't know. Hopefully it gets to the point where I can, but at the same time, like when I do have time, like when I do have a day or something or I'll get back and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go again, you know? So mm. it's one of those. It's like, I, I, I love what I do. So yeah, it's it worth it. But no, I very rarely get to just check out. Like <laughs> I actually went to the, like, this is kind of funny the other day or in July. Um, this is the one time that I kind of did like put my foot down, like mm-hmm. um my, or motor trend they had changed calendars on like they went from like google calendar to apple calendar and oh, i don't like okay. apple calendar so me I'm like, either. Okay, i'm gonna stay with google calendar my whole life is built in there like, yeah like, they didn't tell me when they changed calendars that they changed one of our filming weeks and so like they sent oh. out this email and they're like oh hey like let's get this set up for this week and i was like i called and i was like hey are we shooting this week and they're like yeah and i'm like well you guys have fun i'm not gonna be there they're like, what, are, what do you mean you're not going to be there? I'm like, I can't be there. I have a vacation planned. Um, my family and I are going to the lake, and it may not sound like a big deal, but I've looked forward to it for months, so, like, mm-hmm. sorry. And thankfully, they're very, very, very good to work with, and they're like, oh, well, we'll fix that, you know? And that They're super cool for like They're yeah. so easy to work with. But um, that was one of those that I was like, you know what? Nope, not being there. And it was funny because we were going back and forth and, like, emails on some stuff, and um, – I called one of the one of the guys, sent me an email back. It wasn't a response. That was my favorite response. And Mm -hmm. so I called him and I was like, Hey, and he's like, A T, you're supposed to be on vacation. I was like, I can't be on vacation until I address this email. And so he's like, Go on vacation. So it's funny, like even then, (laughs) you know, I couldn't I couldn't take off. But we're learning.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, at least you did put your foot down about the whole thing with your spending time with your family at the late. 'Cause because yeah. yeah i mean because that you know that's important and you should yeah you shouldn't have had to miss that because yeah. of you know a calendar switching issue <laughs> oh yeah
1: but i am really glad like yeah. some i hear horror stories like when i first started my show people are like oh get ready like it's, they told me every nightmare story you know and mm-hmm. i was like okay and uh I haven't, I'm so thankful. I haven't run into yeah. any of that. Like my, my crew, they asked me, they're like, what's your race schedule? Like I'll send them my race schedule. They make the film schedule around mm-hmm. it. Um, for like, if something like it's conflict like that, like they'll cancel the shoot to like make up for it. And I, right. you know, like, I'm so glad. Cause if it wasn't like, it'd be really hard to yeah. like, you know, like missing stuff or, um, having to deal with some of the like stress that comes from it, it would be a lot harder to justify mm-hmm. Work, but it's like okay. I, I like these people. I enjoy being around them, and they do what they can to make stuff work. So, the environment makes a big difference. <laughs> oh yeah, like yeah, that, so.
0: definitely. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because I mean, if they, if you would have been working in a very stressful environment and they're not very mm-hmm. understanding and stuff, yeah, that make that makes your job a lot harder. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, so, that makes you not want to be there. So. Right, exactly. So yeah. I mean, you know, the fact that they're understanding and. You know and all of that yeah makes it a lot easier for you for um, Sure, but yeah so obviously you've got so much going on traveling all the time I, because i mean <laughs> between that yeah. and just you racing i mean that's a lot of travel so
1: i've got the air miles racked up i bet <laughs> up. so <laughs> i'm like trying to figure out when we can go spend them somewhere like yeah trying to tell, i'm like told my family like we should go to hawaii Mm, like right. i got air miles for us so like, right some, you know just like something fun but yeah um, i'm yeah. gonna continue to save them until um until we have time to do something but right? yeah for now it's like i'll just continue living on a plane for a little while but <laughs> it's okay it's okay i i like it though because i like have the best of both worlds because like i have family my dad grew up in california and oh okay i got family out there and um i really enjoy the fact that i can go out there and like get my fill out there, but then come yeah. home to Arkansas and like get the benefits of living in Arkansas as well. So. It right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you and I are practically neighbors, so and it's very close. Yeah. We're very, very close. close. You would
1: be surprised. You might, well, you might not be, but it surprises me every time I ask somebody, um, or they ask me where Arkansas is and I'm like the middle of the country. So like we're in this, like our States, People just have no idea what part of the country they're like. Is it by? Is it by Texas? Is it by Louisiana? And like you know, and they're like, now that's by. Like they get stuff so mixed up. Yeah. I'm like, How do you guys not know this? That's a very. We're just in the
0: middle of the country. Right. <laughs> right in The middle. <laughs> exactly. Like we're right here. Like <laughs> you know what? And that's what I tell people. I'm like we're next to Texas. Mm-hmm. That like I just leave it at that. Like we're right. We're right next to Texas on the right side of it though yeah not the left yeah that's it
1: my answer is always just like the middle of the country right in the middle right right in the middle
0: (laughs) yeah it's like yeah i don't know i don't know what it is now with louisiana like people like oh yeah it looks like a boot or whatever i'm like yeah okay yeah that one Um, (laughs) that's the one yeah but, like, yeah, but with Arkansas, I don't know. Like, I people tend to just, like, forget where it is. I'm like, oh. I don't know why. It's, like, it's literally right on top of us. Like, I'm, yeah, I don't know. Everybody
1: tells me they're, like, oh, not everybody, but a lot of people feel like, you're from Arkansas? What's there? I'm like, as long like, you know what? Let's keep it that way. Let's keep it <laughs> a nice, secret, safe place, because it's actually a very pretty, like, not not all parts
0: of the state, but a lot of parts of the state are very, you know, Very nice. Yeah. 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 That's what, um, and I mean, that's what, that's what Arkansas is known for, you know, the natural natural state, state. you know, know hot springs (laughs) and all of that stuff. Like, I mean, yeah. Um, I haven't, I actually haven't been to Arkansas and it's really weird, but like, I'm like, yeah. Cause I'm like, you know, as close as we are, like I've never been to Arkansas and, um, (laughs) and uh, but yeah, I definitely want to take a trip up there because like, especially like with um hot springs and stuff. Like, I do want to go up there and see all that.
1: Yeah, it's that's some of the pretty prettiest part. That's where we go to the lake is in hot springs. And yeah, It's just like super nice. But you know, funny you say that. Like, I haven't spent a lot of time in Louisiana. Like, I've been down there once for a race. Mm. Like. You know and it's not like you're saying it's closed but i still haven't yeah. spent a lot of time there so yeah i, I understand i
0: guess i can't say anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah well when i do go up there though i'll let you know let me yeah. know yeah me know. i may be down in
1: louisiana um, sooner than
0: later, I've heard that
1: there's like an event happening down
0: there that I might be down for. So maybe I'll be in your area. Oh, okay. Maybe we can meet up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The Yeah. The drag strip down there in Belrose. Yeah. It's closer to New Orleans. Yeah. Um, I've been there a few times. Um, not, not mm-hmm. lately, but yeah, I've been there a few times, um, to see some races and stuff. And it's a, it's a nice track. So
1: I, I've never been to that so we'll
0: see <laughs> and then we also have the other one in state capital it's uh like right outside of baton rouge that, so. that's the one i've been to oh okay yeah, yeah. in yeah. irwinville so, okay yeah, yeah 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 state capital yeah they still race out there um you know a little bit but yeah, yeah. i haven't i haven't been i haven't been there in a while mm-hmm. but yeah yeah mm-hmm. i it's been it's been a
1: I don't know, probably five or six years for me. I yeah, think that's what I went. So, okay, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, when
0: I went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, those are the those are the two that you know most people go to. So yeah. Huh. Well, I'll let you know. Maybe yeah. later. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, um, obviously, guys, um, to follow everything that Alex has going on, you know, I will definitely link her website, all her social media stuff. So you guys can go follow everything she's doing, um, because she's doing a lot. Like you're going <laughs> to see, you're going to see random stuff cause she's doing a ton of stuff. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Um, and, uh, no, but I'm so glad you were able to come on and share yeah. your story and everything. And, um, you know, spend some time and, and, you know, just chat about everything you've got going on and, um, yeah.
1: Thanks
0: for having me. I yeah. really enjoyed chatting with you. So. Yeah, it was nice talking to you. So. Cool
1: too.
0: Okay, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Alex. Um, I know I did. Uh, she was so great to talk to. And, um, yeah, like I mentioned, I'll link all of her social media and her website uh, in the show notes. And, um, definitely, you know, go check her out, make sure that you guys follow her, uh, also, if there's any events that she has coming up that you guys might be close to, you know, definitely go check that out as well, and, um, yeah, guys, so, um, our next episode is on Thursday, um, and, it's a good one, too. But this one's going to be different. It's going to be um, more NASCAR-related. Um, I'm not going to say who she is. But, yeah, she does a lot with NASCAR. Um, and so that will be on the episode on Thursday. Um, and also, um, I will be at Talladega on Thursday. So I will be at the NASCAR uh, race at Talladega um, for the weekend, and also I will be at the Talladega Short Track uh, that that weekend as well, um, and at Talladega Short Track will be the Hunt the Front um, race that they have going on, so definitely check out all of that that's going on that weekend, and also um, I will be um, creating a a race guide for this for that weekend so if you guys um see that definitely um sign up to get that uh that race guide uh, because i'll have all that information and that will be in the show notes as well so uh, that's it guys so i will see you on thursday until then take care and go out there and manifest your best life